This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studios in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit www.shoptalkpod.com. Pink suits with hats to match. Big crocodiles with Cadillacs. You looking for the fattest sacks. This is where it's at. Windows tinted. Seats for lyric line. Keep the hands on the burner. Because niggas know that it's money on there's a brand new online travel site that you need to visit before planning your next vacation. www.blueskyvacations.net You'll find great rates for any type of travel or vacation you have in mind. Sign up for their email list for exclusive offers and discounts. They have extremely competitive prices and well-informed travel advice. Experience tranquility under a blue sky with www.blueskyvacations.net Yo, what up, though? It's your man, Jay Johnson, a.k.a. the Tinfoil Hat Titan, a.k.a. the Conspiracy Realist, a.k.a. the Technology Snob, Steve Jobs Jr., don't text him with your green bubbles, a.k.a. I only debate my equals, everybody else I teach, also known as Juice, because all the hoes say J.U. Ice, Young Caesar, because you know you can't roam without me, Mr. If You Don't Like Me, Fight Me. I got kicked out of Noah's Ark because they couldn't find another animal just like me, a.k.a. the podcast whisperer, the Cohiba smoker, the 1738 sipper. I am the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. What up? I feel like you shortened it up today. That was the whole thing, fam. Oh, okay. Maybe maybe just yesterday it just seemed a little bit more excessive. And it's your man, Dame Going Wild, the West Side Landlord, the pride of PA, high chief Dame Don't Fuck Around. The liquor store legend, the corner store conquistador, your mama's favorite dame, and the David Ruffin of the Shop Talk podcast, because you know who they came to see. Not you, Otis. It's no better than these four letters, D-A-M-E. Uh, welcome back, Shop Talk podcast, episode number 94. We out here, fam. Yeah. Um, let me move this for the camera, you know what I'm saying? You okay. got to see me and shit. What up, folks out there in YouTube world? Um, you know, we got to get- What happened in 94? What you mean? Like we typically give a fact with the episode. Oh, I thought you said what happened to 94. No, no. I said what happened in 94. Well, in 1994, uh, I, Jason Johnson, was the all-star of the Barney Mikowski Astros baseball team. I made it to the all-star game. I was the best person on the team. It took me a long time to make it to the all-star game. I get up to bat my very first time in the all-star game, and it starts raining and lightning. And we play with aluminum bats. Right game is it, done. <laughs> right when I was about to get my first swing in the All-Star game, the game is over. Game is done. I played defense in the All-Star game. I have not played offense in the All-Star game. Shout out to Barton Mikowski. Better boys do better baseball. It's probably too late for your All-Star career to be resurrected. I mean, I've been All-Star in every other aspect of my life. All so. right, so you're winning. <laughs> you play softball? Yeah, I do. Oh, okay. Like, still currently. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, uh, how was little you? known Jason Johnson fact. Hey, I can do any sport. Matter of fact, I can do anything. I, I, I've said this before. I don't know if I said it on the podcast. You have. But uh, there is nothing I cannot do. I feel that I am slightly above average in anything, even things I have not tried yet. <laughs> uh, I'm Listen, <laughs> I just can do it all. Uh, slightly better than average. Okay, I mean, I mean, I'm not the greatest in everything. I won't. I won't. But slightly I won't, better than average. I can be slightly better than average in any fucking thing. Okay, so there you have it. Uh, I mean, I you know my theory until you can prove me wrong is right. Yeah, 
So whatever. Uh, my week was cool. Nothing didn't shit pop off this week. We went. We had the uh, the podcast listening. Yeah, was it a last pod- night? Yeah, shout out to uh, Fly Fit Mommy podcast. Yeah, she had a pike a podcast. Um, a pie- I still haven't met her. Like I saw her, and I was like, I'm gonna go say something to her, but like, shit just never happened. Niggas was trying to confront me. About my Ric Flair comments and you really off base on those comments. I don't too, give man. I don't give a fuck what nobody else thinks. I, clearly, not <laughs> and even, I'm standing firm even, on not, that. Not, shit. not even truth and logic, but that's a whole other <laughs> conversation that we. I when I say want. something, I stand on that shit, regardless right of how ridiculous that shit sounds. I stand on top of my bullshit. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, shout out to Fly Fit Mommy. I still have. I gotta make my way to introduce myself to her. I want to kind of get some FaceTime with everybody that record in the studio just to say at least what's up, thank you, you know, keep fucking with us. So I got to get some FaceTime with her. Uh, Cheyenne. You know, uh, you'll be able to get some FaceTime with everybody and um, at an event we're going to have in May. Ooh, um, bitch finna be big. Well, we're just, you know, we're just going to say we're going to have an event in May where, you know, everybody's invited, um, everybody who fuck with us. Um, we got to... I don't want to give out the date yet. We got to iron out some details. But just know that uh, we coming up on uh, uh, two years of doing the podcast. Hell yeah. One year of having a podcast studio open. Fuck yeah. And May is also Urban Podcast Month. Why? Because we said so. Absolutely. Shout out to AJ and SJ, the College of Hip Hop, and yeah. um, the, the Connected Experience. But uh, tell a friend to tell a friend that May is Urban Podcast Month. We don't wait for nobody to give us our shit. We do our shit ourselves. Yeah. May. We made our own holiday. It's Urban Podcast Month. So, yeah. So, l- last night we went out to that event, and it was a pretty nice event at the Parique Gallery. Yeah. yeah. And um, it was a nice venue. Yeah. I'd never, I'd never seen it before, and I've been in that same plaza. Mm-hmm. I had a very terrible interaction with somebody. <laughs> it's a story. It's story time with Dame Worthy. Okay. This, the shit that happened. In, in that same plaza. And I'll go into that later. But shout out to Cheyenne, uh, yeah, my view, dog Verge. Uh, Views from R- the Thick was uh, part of the listening session. Unsavory Antics. Unsavory Antics. All the home team. Clearly, Fly, Fly Fit, Fit Mommy. Fit Mommy. And um, another podcast, uh, We Hear You. Okay. And um, I can't think of the gentleman name who performed. Was you there for the performance? No, I came after the performance, but uh, I think he was pretty good. Okay. I, I I came from he was pretty good. You know, you never can you can never yeah, can it's, tell. It's a toss up. <laughs> it's a toss up. It's a crapshoot. But my man was pretty good, dog. I was um We gotta look for a shit. Yeah. Um I can't think of, I guess I should probably just look at the flyer and shit. So yeah, J- it was Jay Crown, I wanna say it was. I don't but I don't wanna disrespect his hustle and get that shit wrong. What is uh Gold Crown JB. Okay. Yeah, so uh, dude was pretty dope, man. So I came front on him. He did a good job. And, um, yeah. Yeah, it was a nice event. Uh, you know, I was bought. I had to work late last night. Mm-hmm. But then Cheyenne hit me up on FaceTime because people was calling calling for my presence. Yeah, so. To argue with me. But you'll, you'll never change my mind on the shit that I say. Um, the reason I, th- I thought the event was dope is because, it, you know, all the podcasts who were a part of it, Placed a, like a ten, they played ten minutes of audio from their podcast, a listening okay. session, and um, DJ Kid Fly, Kid McFly, he a dope DJ, but he was there and he played like trap music over the the the, the podcast was being okay. played over trap music, so you know what I'm saying it was still like a mix of mingo whatever, yeah yeah. But during Cheyenne episode, uh, there was a voice, um, making the voice, the voice of God making claims that 
you know, making some wild ass claims. And <laughs> making and, true statements. And a nigga walked around and found Cheyenne. She, he didn't even know her. Like, is this your podcast? Like, who is that who said this? And then that's when she hit you up on FaceTime. It was me. Yeah. And, at uh, me, Dame Gone Wild. I say a lot of inflammatory shit. Weekend did, did you, and weekend. Did, did you check your ads all day today? Because, yeah, they were. My shit, my shit was going crazy. <laughs> my Twitter was going fucking crazy today. And uh, everybody had the exact opposite opinion as you, though. So. I don't care. Everybody else can be wrong, then. Or <laughs> everyone else is right and you're wrong. But nah, that's neither here nah, I'm light skinned, I'm, I'm handsome, and I'm smarter than the average Negro. I mean,. The shit that did I you, say is, did is you, pretty much on point. Did you watch the video that you tagged me in, Virgin? I didn't watch it until this morning. <laughs> I can I, tell you didn't watch it. I that tagged video. you niggas at like five this morning. Yeah, I saw it this morning. But like, I, I woke up to use the bathroom and I had my phone on me. What and, time out? You woke up to use the bathroom at five my, o'clock in the morning and, I you thought my, of, and you thought about Ric Flair. That's what you was thinking about when you woke I up. I thought to prove you niggas wrong. Like, either way, I don't To start it. your day off wrong. Either way, I don't think you should be even thinking about Virgin Me <laughs> that early in the morning. Or, I added Cheyenne too. Or or Ric Flair. Uh, but I'm like, this nigga, because I try to watch it and something happened. I'm like, I'll just look at this shit later. And when I did, I'm like, this nigga could not have watched it. No, I didn't. I didn't watch it until later. <laughs> you ever wake up and you be like half fucking delirious? I don't sleep. I'm always delirious. Okay, so <laughs> I was half fucking delirious. And when I watched that shit later, I was like, this shit is basic as fuck. But. <laughs> Oh, that's the exact argument. <laughs> Just that video was basic as fuck. No, they did it. So for folks who don't know, I'm gonna drop um, I'm gonna drop the uh the link to this video in the show notes so y'all can watch this horrible shit. So Dame uh drops a video says the top twenty wrestling moves <laughs> of Ric Flair. These niggas had a low blow punch to the nuts. It's <laughs> <laughs> one of his go to. Hey man, nobody was doing that shit before Flair. Oh shit, niggas wasn't taking the closed fist to the balls before like, Ric Flair. Yeah, dog. It, it was funny, but I still stand on my shit, man. Who would you rather live your life like, Shawn Michaels or Ric Flair? Shawn Michaels had the hoes. Then he gave his life back to Christ. Ric Flair is still out in these streets tripping. Hey, I'm an adult. I don't watch wrestling still, so I have no idea what happened. <laughs> that know. doesn't make you more of an adult. I don't know. Eh, no, it doesn't. Stop watching Men in Tights a long time ago. You watch something else suspicious. I just got to pull. I just got to pull it together. All right, man. I'm going to do my Googles. All right, dog. Uh, this week has been a very interesting week, man. It's been a... Um, it's been your type of week because a lot of bullshit done popped off, a lot of different conspiracy conspiracy reallys this week. Let's dive into the first one, this, uh, this bomber in Texas. Mm. And this shit is really fucked up for a, a number of reasons. Number one, he was only sending these packages to affluent African-American families within the area. So I, I don't so I don't tell me about it. I don't know what okay. happened. So they they ended up finding the serial bomber who was shipping out packages. They were going to affluent African American families within the Arlington, Texas area. So has any of the because like there was a casualty. Well, so I know he blew himself up by mistake or some shit like in the in the in the post office or FedEx or where he was at. But I feel like before that, I heard something about bombing. Yeah, there there have been three bombs that have been sent prior to him blowing himself up in the FedEx. They just didn't blow up, or no, they did blow up. And like no, all all three of them went off. So they went to these bombs went to somebody's house and blew up. Somebody. People opened the packages and the bombs blew up. Wow, I I don't know how I, I, I missed that shit. I've been yeah. so, and there, okay. and there was at least one casualty. Uh, he was a high school student, uh, young see? young African American gentleman. I see. 
slightly unrelated, didn't I say you gonna st- niggas gonna get they y'all don't want niggas to have guns, they gonna start making fucking bombs. You can't legislate crazy. No nah. niggas are gonna do what they gonna do. But but this this was maybe we should give t- tougher bomb laws. So people to stop bringing bombs to school and shit like that. Because nah. that's how you fix it, right? Yeah, yeah. You got to get tougher, tougher regulations. Tougher bomb laws, then niggas wouldn't be getting blown up. Criminals don't give a fuck about rules, laws, legislation. And it's unfortunate. And then the media portrayed him like he he was a loner. No, nah, this motherfucker was 19 years old. He was not a child. He is a grown fucking man making pipe bombs in the crib and sending them shits out. Yeah. Plain and simple. He was an American terrorist. Like, call it what it really is. So, I saw a lot of that sentiment up and down my timeline for a couple of days, right? Right. Which is probably why I didn't want to look into the infant. I didn't want to look in. Like, because, like, we, but that was what we like, let's call him a terrorist, let's call him a terrorist. All but right. that's what the fuck he is. So, after we call him a terrorist, then what? Like, we want to hold on to something so we can make him, like, ah, call him a terrorist. Like, now what? Now, now what's the next point? Now that we call him a terrorist, what is your stance on the situation? You know what I'm saying? I just seen that a lot on my timeline. Let's call them a terrorist. Like, we want to be mad at something. Rightfully so, because there's a lot of anger that we got built up, and we want to let Definitely. that shit out whenever. But now that that shit let out, like, now what? You know what I'm saying? Like, what's the what's the answer? What's the I, don't, I don't know what the follow-up is. I don't know what we should do to prevent this type of thing from happening again in the future. Because like you said, you can't, you can't regulate crazy. Shit's going to pop up whenever the fuck it feels like it. And it's going to continue to happen. But when you look, when we look at who they hunt or try to portray as the enemy, doesn't it's 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 not Hassan that owns a Seven Eleven. It's not Craig that owns the the fish fry spot. Those aren't the people committing terrorist acts. They are young white males living in the United States of America with right. access to ammunition, guns, fucking materials to make bombs who are terrorizing the communities in which we live in the schools in which our children go to like that's they are the real enemy like everybody got access to ammunition and materials to make bombs like why are these niggas blowing shit up right now you know what i'm saying like any nigga that go to home depot can make a pipe bomb like you got some nails in your house and you got a pvc pipe something like that shit like two dollars you know what i'm saying like What's wrong with these people that they keep doing that shit? They're they're now marginalized. Amer- and, and like on that school shooter shit and shit like that, there is a one common thing with all this shit. I was kind of irritated with all these kids walking out of school. I, I I'll be perfectly honest. That shit was irritating to me. Like, Why? For, like fuck y'all walking out of school for who you who you proving this point to? They're taking a stance against who? Gun violence, gun control. It's y'all. <laughs> I don't mean this. Fuck that shit. It's your fault. Kids all, in school? All these motherfuckers that blew up this shit was ostracized. These niggas was bullied. Nobody fuck with them. Like, stop fucking with these kids like that, dog. All these motherfuckers was the kid that nobody talked to that was bullied and it was like a really socially awkward. Stop fucking with these kids, dog. Stop bullying these kids because they come to school and they shoot that shit up. Then don't go and be like, oh, how do we stop this shit? Stop fucking with these kids. Nigga, say hello. Save a life. Stop, you know what I'm saying? Make a friend. Don't. Th- he's not your enemy. You know what I'm saying? Like, like literally. Just not. because he's different and dress different, talk different, that's not your enemy. But, I mean, bully, bullying has been around forever, beginning of time. But, like, if you look like when we was in high school and shit, like, this type of shit didn't happen. 
Columbine happened when I was like in 12th grade, but like bullying didn't have the same type of impact, I guess, at that at that time. Maybe maybe with the rise of social media and there are different forms of bullying, you know, you you see more of these cases. I don't I don't know. I don't know what the answer is, but I definitely agree with you that like just because somebody is different doesn't make them bad. I don't mean like. I'm about to go blame all the children like this is y'all fault. I don't mean that in the literal sense, but what I'm but saying is that is, that behavior that, is a, that pattern. There is some bit of responsibility that you actually have to have for the common man inside of your school. Like stop ostracizing these kids. It's okay to say hello to somebody who who don't look like you, who don't dress like you. You don't got to shun everybody because guess what? Even if you're doing it so they won't fuck up shit. Like I swear to God, we worked at when we was at the one spot, it was a it was an Irish guy. He used to wear a black trench coat all the time. I know who you're talking about, yeah. I bought the nigga book because he was crazy. Because I when he, when he come in that bitch and shoot the bitch up, I wanted you to let me go. This nigga told me he was a fucking android. Now he had, I swear, I'm not bullshitting. <laughs> this nigga told me when he was young, he got kidnapped and he got like robot parts in him or some shit. I'm like, this nigga is walking around this motherfucker. Sane, like he he he's sane enough to pay his bills and come to work every day. But like this nigga is crazy. Cause that's the chip they put in him. Dog, this nigga is crazy. And um I was nice to him. Cause I don't want no when you shoot, I need you to give me a split second look when you shooting so that's I can a, get the fuck out of exit, here. Exit motherfucker. <laughs> that's all I need. Or, or him come into work and say, Hey Jay, I don't treat I, th- I think you should leave for work after lunch. I don't treat nobody weird like that. I don't I don't I don't do one is mean. It's not I'm a human. I mean, but it's different. Like you're an adult, it's a different level of maturity. But I, even when I was a, even when I was in middle school and high school, I would roast uh, with the best of them, whatever. But I'm not. I never treated people that way. You know what I'm saying? Just because, like, I never went that far. Now everybody gonna get these jokes sometimes. Yeah. But it's a difference when you bullying somebody. Like, if I give you the jokes on Monday, haha. I might give you the jokes on Tuesday. If it's Wednesday, I'm giving you these jokes, and you stop, and you're not fighting back. Now this shit become bullying. Maybe you got a you had a rough two days in school. That happens to some people. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But like once it goes past a certain level, this nigga gonna come back and shoot this bitch up, fam. And even if it's just for that, I'm treating everybody nice. Fair enough. Because you never know what a nigga going through. Hell no. The nigga walking that bitch with trench coats every day. Something ain't right. Maybe that's just his thing. I mean, the trench coat mafia became a thing yeah, after Columbine. I, yeah, I remember that shit. No, the Columbine was like, let me see what that was like ninety nine. Yeah, twenty damn near twenty years ago, nineteen yeah. years. And that shit was that shit was scary, dog. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, kids was out of school all week long because they've been threats. bombing threats or threats to shoot up schools here, here in locally, Michigan. Yeah. yeah, and it's like, damn. Like what? Like what's the what's the preventative measure that you do for a bomb? I don't know, man. Because metal detectors. These, I don't know if a metal detector gonna blow up, stop a bomb. It depends on what the bomb. What's in the bomb? Bomb got there's got to be some metal component inside. I would like to think. If you, if you I'm not, I'm not well versed in bomb fucking making. So I, don't I mean, know. if you just use PVC pipe, which is plastic, and just got powder and detonation stuff in there, it's not gonna be nails that pop up. But it's like if you take an M80 in the school, that bitch ain't going off in no bomb. That's a half a stick of dynamite. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like that's not gonna. I don't know. So, like, everybody had all these grand ideas. Like, 
this is the NRA's fault. Fuck them. But I, this is the, this is gun this gun lobbyist's fault. This no, this is a crazy problem. We both went to high school in the inner city of Detroit. We both started off at Cass, and you went to Cody. I stayed at Cass. For the most part, we had police officers in schools, metal detectors, hall sweeps. Like there were, we knew that yeah, you could. There's gonna be a certain level of bullshit that you can get away with. But yeah. like, I never remember a nigga like. Sneaking a gun up in the school. Oh, niggas and, had pistols in school. I mean, yeah, but like, <laughs> there weren't shootings inside. It'll be because it'll be a nigga that'll go open the gym door at, on on the low or some shit like that. But now you got enough technology where it to be a camera on each door, yeah, or this door to be locked, or you got to push it. Like you know, you got enough technology right now that you should you can curtail some of that shit. I just really, I also think that there should be video cameras in each classroom. That all parents can log into at any time while your child is in there and see what the fuck your child doing in school. I think a lot of children who go to school have a lot of disciplinary problems and they be bullying everything because what they do in that classroom, your mama never gonna see or your parents gonna never see. If you are lucky enough to have a parent who does care about you, if I can go on and log on at any time and see what the fuck is going on, I think a lot of behavior problems in school could change. It's not gonna stop everything because some niggas just not gonna care. Yeah, man, my mama used to pop up on my ass in school. Like, especially when she knew I was on that bullshit. I'd never forget a small story time with Dame. I had a class that I so look, I took Spanish three years in a row because I was fucking skipping, failing shit, whatever. My last year taking Spanish, I had a little incident with the teacher, you know, kind of told her, like, bitch, you don't want me in here one more semester. Plain and simple. Was that the tall black skinny lady? No. Nah, oh. No. Nah. She was she was short, white, frail, but like she had failed me twice already, and I was like, "Look, I'm Ms. not." Miss Lewis was the department head. Didn't yeah, teach worth shit. But I told her, "You don't want me in here another semester." She called my mama, and she had told my mother like I had been skipping the class, and I had been because I was kicking it with this chick. Her dad was like on the school board at the time, so he had all the teacher edition books. So I took the teacher edition Spanish book. I was just turning in homework and dipping. She taught, like, the quizzes was out the book. I just, I'm coming in, I already got shit memorized, bullshit, you know, whatever. So I'm missing, you know, two to three days every week. So my mom came up to the school, and she sat in my class. Like, she sat in, like, three hours worth of classes. My ass never showed up. Now, this was before cell phones and shit, so nobody could, like, really hit me up. Like, mm-hmm. nigga, your mama in school. I get to the crib. You know, she come in at her normal time, like, shit all good. She was like, you know, how school, you know, what you do in class, just her normal one, two, being a good, concerned parent. And she had brought up something about Spanish class. And I was like, yeah, you know, I turned in that assignment. I was, I, I was there. Yeah. She said, no, you weren't. And she had my homework in her hand. She was like, you, you weren't there. You didn't go to Spanish. You didn't go to English and some other class that I dipped out on. Because she said I was in all three of them. I waited all hour for you to come and you never showed up. I was like. Mm. Fuck, I'm caught. Nothing to do. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, on the position. Take my, take my whooping like a man. Shit, I, don't know. I was too old for a whooping, but she definitely took took my car keys for like a good month and a half, mm. which is the equivalent of going to hell when you're in twelfth grade and you got your own car. Man, this this whole situation is just really unfortunate, man. Where the kids ain't protected, um, and when the school shooting happened, it was hey. We need tougher gun laws. We need tougher gun laws. Now that people are out here bombing, I, where where y'all recommendations at, huh? And I, I say that 
so I can transition into another tragic event where you have the young man who was uh, shot and killed by the police um, inside of his backyard. Murdered by the police um, it's inside always, of his backyard. It's always funny when the public always come, calls for gun reform when a tragedy happens, but not when the police shoot somebody and kill somebody. Guns are perfectly fine then. When you literally in cold blood kill somebody, no one cares about if maybe the police, maybe some officers shouldn't have guns. Or, and they should be tried. If you knew as a police officer, if you killed someone maliciously and that you could be tried for murder, I think there would be a different thought process used. A lot of times you have police officers who are not a part of their communities. They're coming in from sub from suburbs, different areas. They don't know the people in their community. They don't know the community that they are serving. And sometimes the altercations that they are the altercations and the interactions that they are having are the first time they've interacted with African American people. It's the first time that they've had a physical altercation with another man yeah. outside of like Television. high school. Yeah, or well, this is your first interaction. With this is the first time a, a black man to never punch you in the face, or somebody has ever punched you in the face, yeah. or wrestled you to the ground, or tried to be aggressive or assertive with you, yeah. and they do not know how to act. That training goes right out the motherfucking window. How about? Uh, excuse me. Uh, how about some police officers don't deserve guns? No. And I think there should be a, a a time frame where you should be a police officer and you shouldn't have a gun. I mean, there's certain calls that you should be able to go on because I know I know what some people think. Like, well, that's wild. How are they supposed to stop different things? Well, you don't think regular people should have guns. So if I got to do this shit without a gun... The police officer should be you the professional. You went to some sort of training. You should have some conflict resolution. You know what I'm saying? You should be able to pull up somewhere. Like, listen, you uh been in an officer involved shooting. Uh, we're taking your gun from you from six for six months. And that's it. You still you you still responsible to go to work and do all your different shit. So if you knew that if you use your gun But they you, throw them on desk duty or some bullshit. No, like no, that. no. What I'm put them back out in the street. Put them back out in the street. Answer all your fucking calls without a gun. Now, if you knew that going in, like you use your gun when you ain't supposed to, or whatever, it's some it's some questionable shit. You get you wanna get paid, go go to work, but you gotta show up without a gun. I bet you motherfuckers would keep their motherfucking gun in their pocket. I think it goes back to something that you had said earlier. Knowing how to deal with people and having just a certain level of common courtesy and dignity. I've been arrested hella times in my life. More than I can count. And 98% of the time, I was on some bullshit and at fault. And I can honestly say the interactions when I've been arrested and had to go to jail, the police officers were very nice to me. <laughs> like it wasn't it wasn't on no fuck shit. I talked to them niggas respectfully. They yeah. talked to me respectfully and we had a respectful interaction. I remember I got arrested one time out in Canton. Police officer pulled me over. I was on some fuck shit and he arrested me and I was I was having a rough day and kind of stepped out the car aggressively and he told me, he said, Look, sir, I'm not looking to wrestle with you and I don't want I don't want to fight with you. And you know what? That kind of brought me back to reality. Like, look, this he just another motherfucker doing his job. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And like, I'm part of the bullshit of his day of him doing his job. And we was a, he arrested me. He took me down, told, told them I was real cooperative, and I was in and out. 
So, I mean, sometimes shit can be avoided by just having a certain level of common courtesy and human decency in whatever line of work that you're in. Now, we bring this up because uh, I watched a video, I don't know, it was about 12 minutes or so of, of the shooting of this young man. And, I, and they got a call. Of course, it's always a call of somebody in the area. Um, this is what I'm, well, they was looking for somebody who allegedly had broke a window or some shit and was going to the He fit the cars. description. Um, and they went knocked on the door and was like, hey, can we check this area? And we got somebody, blah, blah, blah. And it looked like there was a little bit of a chase, you know what I'm saying, through something. Um, this is the first thing that, that jumped up to me. So, you know, I'm in the, the outdoor shit and the, 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 the tactical shit. Right. I noticed that those police flashlights are ass. Like they are very, it's a very, very concentrated, the the beam of light is probably about 12 to 15 inches. Like every LED flashlight that you can buy right now, even the one I got attached to my pistol, will light up eight to 10 feet. Like, so while they was running through the dark, you couldn't see shit. Like all the police officers, even with their lights, you really couldn't see shit. It was still really, really dark. So like, how are you, how can you expect to determine what's in a person's hand if the flashlight that you're carrying does not illuminate enough for an entire body. Because if you in the fucking dark, everything will look like a fucking gun. These flashlights is horrible. I don't know why the light is so concentrated. Well, that light is probably concentrated so it can blind you versus actually for you to see. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like they, that's the one they like to put in your rearview mirror or whatever. Like y'all not using the flashlight for its in- intended person purpose to actually see. Like, that's a rating on flashlights. Like, you can't buy, unless you got, like, them old school, the ones with the batteries in it with the little the mirrors, but LED lights, like these lumens, like, that shit lights up a whole big-ass area. These flashlights is ass. So they, they run in the motherfucking dark. You never could see the guy. You know what I'm saying? And by the time they, they, they quote-unquote, saw him and said, put your hands up, 20 seconds later, well, 12 seconds shot. later, he was boom, 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 boom. 20, 20 shots was gone. I'm like, what the fuck? Now, the part that we're not talking about is, I know he was in his backyard, but they say a helicopter was that was following him, and they seen him running like he was like actively hopping fences and whatever. I think he, allegedly, he was running and made it home, and he ended up getting shot in his backyard. That's what... I don't know if he is the person they saw running. Like, that's the confusion. Like, they could have been chasing somebody. The helicopter could have been chasing somebody, and he could have literally just been in his own backyard and come out like, well, fuck y'all, nigga. Bah, bah, bah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or he could have been, I don't know. That, that I couldn't find that anywhere. And that'd, in be, the, and that'd be a piece of the story that we we'll never know. And I can't find that nowhere in the article. So I'm like, this is some shit that I want to know. Like, where is that? Is this the guy that y'all was chasing? We'll never know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, no, go ahead. Go oh, ahead. I'm, oh, I'm straight. I'm just. <laughs> I'm like, is this the guy that I was chasing? But like, I, I just don't understand how when Dylan Roof shot nine people in South Carolina inside of a church, he walked out in handcuffs. Yeah. When the nigga who shot up the, the school a couple months ago, a couple weeks ago, when they found the nigga 44 minutes later, and which is wild to me anyway, 44 minutes later at McDonald's, they had him on the ground and they took him in. Y'all shot this nigga and y'all sat there and watched him die. Yeah. Y'all didn't move for a good 10 minutes to somebody back up. Like, how come the black dude can't get no help? Because that's why. Because black lives don't hold the same value. 
That a is, black life in America does not hold the same value. This is where the term Black Lives Matter comes from. It is talking about, in reference to the police, how you treat other people and how you treat the black life after it's been shot or when you're about to shoot. Like, this life should matter as well. This black life matter. It don't mean about any nigga you see on the corner getting to an argument. I bet you black lives don't matter. No. In reference to the police, we're trying to tell the police, hey, these black lives matter as well. So if you, you felt it necessary to take your gun out and shoot somebody, this man ain't moved. You keep talking about, let me see your hands. Nigga, you just shot me 20 times. Yeah. My man tell my man, do a tactical reload. Nigga, where you think you at? Like, <laughs> I think I did it. I think I shot five times. Uh, I'm going to keep my gun on him. You do a, do a tactical reload. Nigga, you think this Call of Duty? Like, like I know what, like, what? Tactical reload, like, re- even though you're not empty, you bought the reload just right. so you have, like. Just so you got enough ammunition to, to shoot off another 20 rounds. Like, no, what? It, <laughs> come on, man. Hey, man. This, like, we started, this, is, this is the reality. This is the world that we live in where black life, unfortunately, to the police is useless. A black or brown life to the police is fucking useless. Plain and simple. You can't tell me nothing different. You can call it bullshit. This is what the fuck I stand on. When I have interactions with the police, my, I have one objective in mind is to get home to my family. Plain and simple. Man, it's just, it just, it just, it's, it, it, it irritates me that if the initial call was somebody breaking in car, breaking car windows and running away or some shit, you felt the need to approach the, the situation with a gun. You felt that that initial call was like, I need to kill it's somebody. Worth a, it's worth a body. Yeah. I'm about to run through all these backyards because I really care about somebody breaking the window. That when, let's even break it down something smaller when you look at it. You've ever, you've been hit for a rolling stop before. Mm-hmm. Or you maybe run a red light and a police officer is going in another direction. He'll throw on them sirens, make a U.E. in the middle of the street, make everybody get over to the right just to pull you over for running a red light. Now, yeah, you in the wrong, but, like, how many other lives is he putting in danger in just that one act? Yeah. Like, I just didn't for, get it. For a $100 ticket. I didn't get it. And they was chasing, like, fam, like, just the, the banter they had before – like I can tell, like y'all not ready for this shit. Y'all, y'all two, these two white thrill. Kids. They thrill seekers. This they first interaction. Like out, I can tell out like, in the it urban sound, community. It sounded like yeah, like they were. We ready? Like man, this is. I I, I encourage y'all to go. It's not watch a drill. It. This go is real life. Video. You know what I'm saying? Go yeah. watch that video because it's very unfortunate. I wonder if we have any listeners that are police officers. I'd love to. We definitely got a listener that's police. We definitely got some listeners that are police officers. I'd love to get a police officer up here and pick their brain a little bit on the bullshit that they encounter and the bullshit that they be a part of out in these streets. Hmm. I think we can make that happen. I know a couple uh, officers who listen to this podcast. Um, And it's interesting to me, man, that uh, the police is a gang, too. Now, whether you're a gang for good or a gang for bad, it's the same rules. You don't tell on your friends. You they they hate the not the no snitching shit in the street, but it's the blue wall of silence. Exactly. Y'all don't y'all don't tell on y'all. They people. never breach it. Y'all don't tell, so they don't tell. So like, how do you chastise somebody for doing the same shit you do? If somebody cover a crime up, you seen seven seconds? Yeah. Like they they look out for each other. Yeah. Just it, as if 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 that was my man's. Oh shit! They get in the car. We out. You know what I'm saying? Like you look out for the person. You you ain't really you thinking about you know the shit is wrong, but you're trying to get your man's out of there. And then y'all exactly. hold, and y'all be quiet. Like I don't understand how y'all can 
I don't understand how some can look at one side and say, man, that's fucked up. And just like if you in the streets, right, and and you don't snitch and all the other bullshit, when the police do some fucked up shit and they don't let, and they won't rat on their man, don't be mad at the police. Don't cry for justice because they 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 got behind the blue wall of science. If you behind one too, like how do you you hypocrite? Yeah, but I mean the codes to the streets and the codes in business, they mirror one another very closely. Yeah, so that shit is wild. But it's justified when you're in a uniform and you're getting paid by the by the government. Yeah. So, so there's one other thing. Um, I will say this is a transition, but it's move. I'm, I'm, it's very unfortunate that that young man um, lost his life. And his kids gonna, lost a father. And um, this is gonna sound really fucked up when I what I'm about to say. I'd Go rather, ahead. I'd rather they took this purple, this rainbow head rapper nigga instead. Cause I can't wait to somebody shoot this nigga, and I know that sounds worse than what it, what I really mean. But I can't wait to see somebody fuck this nigga up. Are we we still not gonna mention his name? No, we're not saying his clown name. Okay, but the rainbow head rapper with the numbers tattooed on his face. Yeah, like I, I, and the reason is because this is what you're asking for. Like this is what you are literally asking for. I'm not checking in here. I'm not checking in there. People in Minnesota, y'all say I can't come out of Minnesota. Nigga, they were shooting at you in Minnesota. Like, you almost, I can't be touched. See, nobody can touch me. I can't be touched. You go out to fucking uh, L.A., you get into a motherfucking brawl in the, in the, uh, you get into a motherfucking brawl in the airport. You go out to Houston, it's a little different story. But on the flip side of things, we give rappers such a hard time for not, Living a truth for not living what they rap about. He's standing firm that this is the life that he lives. Is he though? Like he's people, not backing down from these statements. He's not living up to them, in my opinion. No, I don't think so either. But it's like it's like so. Like when they said I can't go to L.A., I'd be in L.A. Nigga, nobody know where you at though. Like you can't like I'm. That's <laughs> like saying nigga, don't come on the east side, and I drive to on the east side, take a picture, and then get back in the car and drive away. Like, see, nigga, I was on the east side. Like, mm-hmm. fam, that don't count. <laughs> but I mean, uh, maybe about a year ago, there was a rapper from Chicago that was here on the east side, and he was told by several local rappers that he wasn't allowed on Mac. Nigga taking pictures at the gas station, riding up and down Mac. Like, what niggas gonna do to me? I mean, if I. If I knew that you were doing that actively and you and you waited for me to get there, like, like that's I don't understand that game. You know what I'm saying? Like I was here, I wasn't there at the same time as you. So like, or you said I wasn't allowed on Mac. You you run the whole block, do something. I'm just I mean it's like I mean, a, but that's the le- like, and I'm not disrespecting that shit at all because I I get what you're saying. Like you like if, you're not playing tough. If I tell you don't come on Puritan and you decide at three in the morning you're gonna take a picture at the fucking sun kiss and like then I'm out then I'm off on 96 and going back to wherever the fuck I live at that's like saying like so if I'm at the club and I say don't come inside the motherfucking club and I'm in there and you come inside there then I'll give you your then I'll give you a prize but like don't come in this entire city like I can't literally control every single person like I don't got a GPS on you fam you know what I'm saying but if you stay there long enough I can't I mean send me your location and just wait around for a little bit but like this shit is so childish man this man 21 years old he's not smart no nah. he's and he, he he is very ignorant and not even like he doesn't know what he's talking about like he was talking about the west coast gang culture and like like he he literally does not know what he's but he's not even from the west coast 
And then, like, even 21 years old, like, a couple years ago, fam, you was dressed in all blue, bandanaed up, and, like, you heard the interview on The Breakfast yeah. Club this morning. Some people just want to belong to something, man. They just like, want to well, be a part of something. Well, I w- name who I was under. Like, what you mean? Like, you want me to come up with a random nigga from this neighborhood? Who did you report to? <laughs> I don't know. Who did I check in with? Uh, Terrence. Nigga, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Who was Ta- his big homie? <laughs> Terrence from, from 125th. I don't fucking know. How are we going to know these kids? Like, nigga, you was in the pictures in all blue. Now you now you claiming all red. Shit just it's mad weird. Wow. We've seen other rappers switch up like that. Niggas forget or don't oh, talk about Lil like Wayne. baby and Lil Wayne doing that shit because in the uh hypnotized cash money and uh play Wyatt Hayden BG and Wayne dressed in all blue, all blue, all blue. blue bandanas I post this picture online at least once a year like hey y'all remember this yeah but, niggas don't want to talk about that shit though at some point man he's gonna die and um What's, it's gonna be DJ Academics fault this is all Academics fault that's all he posts he posts Takashi. He goes to the mall with him. And um, I'm going to blow his name out. Fuck that nigga. Uh, he, he posts him all the time. You know what I'm saying? Like, just stop with this violent stuff, man. Because he going uh, to end up, you end up dying. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And the whole interview today was about, uh, was about, they were trying to get to him. Like, listen, fam, why don't you just chill out, make your money, and uh, you'll be straight. Yeah. But. No, he want to uh, play games. Oh, we just got a, uh, one of our special guests came in. What up? Let me, what, what mic you on? Uh, grab this one. Weez, what up, brother? What's good? What's good? Uh, one of our faithful listeners, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. One of our faithful supporters, oh, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Day one. For sure. It's a, it's a pleasure to have you. I right? hear we got a common denominator you know that we're going to throw on the table. Yeah, all so day. You know, I apologize for my tardiness. I had to go. Uh, you know you being saying? the father. Yeah, all you day. Being the daddy. You know what I'm saying? Had to go with my daughter to this little, what's supposed to be a daddy-daughter dance. They changed it to a VIP dance. What's so, a VIP dance? Well, the mothers got a little irritated with the situation. See? So Can't just let a dad shine. <laughs> can't, can't let a dad shine. Yeah, they got mad because it was no, fa- no mother-son dance. So it was a, a, you know, a VIP dance. So that mean... It is what it is. I'm not really mad about the situation. How come daddies can't get a fucking dance? Well, they, hey. Some 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 schools and some organizations do have like father daughter dances, but you know some some don't. I mean that's just up. It's up to the school. It's up to the organization that's throwing. I mean it. we get we get the rap as, as deadbeats and shit. Let fathers be fathers. Listen here. You know what I'm saying? You Let know. fathers be fathers. <laughs> so look, man. There's a uh, we about to get into this episode. The child support episode. Ah, Something yeah. near and dear to my heart. <laughs> oh man. But before we get into it, man, I want I want this what really made me want to do the episode today. And I'm gonna play this little clip and then we can talk about it. Yeah. Uh you just go insert it in later, right? <laughs> no, I'm gonna play it right now. Like an EBT card. Okay. The child support card will prohibit parents from paying for certain items like gas, rent. And adult clothing. And liquor. And liquor. <laughs> Lonnie, hmm. what do you think? What are you thinking? Is this a good idea? Well, I mean, you know what? Okay, this is a thing that I know about child support. Okay. Like, you know, child support goes to the one that's the major caregiver. Mm-hmm. And um, I think it's good that they do have the card yeah. and have certain restrictions. But I also want to say that if you are the parent, and you, you are a parent, 
If you have a child 24-7, there's nothing wrong if it's your day off to take $50 and go have a meal. I think that that's, that's true. okay. Bitch, not on my dime. No. Like, listen. Not on my motherfucking dime. Yo, listen. listen. All the, the, the crowd. That's $50 my kids could have ate with. They ain't make no soup kitchen. <laughs> goddamn right. You got, and especially when it comes to my babies and child support. I see you looking at that bell, brother. <laughs> especially with that shit. So, listen. That shit sound good. The audience clapped and everything. No. That $50 that you just took on your for, for your dinner on your day off was for the kid. There's no At no point is it okay to say, let me take this $50 that's supposed to be for my kid and give it to me. If you want a day off and you feel that you should be pampered, then use your money. Ain't you working? Ain't you doing something every fucking day to bring in income? Yeah. So listen, this is you my- You would think so. I'm uh I'm gonna let y'all share y'all stories or whatever, right? But this is how I, I view child support. Go ahead. And this is how I think it should be. And y'all can argue with me, uh Shop Talk Podcast at gmail.com. If you don't like me, fight me. If you don't like me, fight me. <laughs> so let's just say this. A one bedroom apartment, let's say it's five hundred dollars, right? Okay. A two bedroom apartment is seven hundred dollars. Because you have a child, you don't, you can't live in that one bedroom apartment. You got to live in the two bedroom apartment because you need a space for your kid. Right. So that's an additional two hundred dollars that you incur because you got to live somewhere as an adult, as a regular person. So you incur an extra two hundred dollar cost in order for your child to live there. The father or the mate of that child is responsible for half of that. So if it costs you an extra two hundred dollars and y'all got a child together, the other person should put put in one hundred dollars. So the difference that you pay extra for the child should be split, not your whole fucking rent. You got to live somewhere, even if you didn't have a kid. I shouldn't have to pay for that. What I should be paying for is the addition that you have to pay because of a child, and then we should split that. That's what you will call child support. I know other people are not going to agree with that, right? But why the fuck not? You got to live somewhere off rip. Even if you didn't have a child, you still got to pay rent. I'm not here for your support. I'm here for the child support. So if the child is costing you an extra $200, we should split that extra $200. Now I just use those different numbers because it's easy math for you to understand. But I, I want y'all to follow my line of thinking and tell me exactly what's wrong with that line of thinking. <laughs> it should. Certain things about that should be logical, but they also factor in like, you know, you got a child in the home, they're using that much more electricity, that much more water. Okay. Those things are hard to kind of calibrate and put an exact number it's on. It's not, because DT, tell me what, what the average household use all the fucking time. If you got that app, yeah. it does. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, oh, oh, single, like it's not that hard to, to determine. But the courts don't really, like, that's not what they look at or what they factor in. The shit that matters when you go to child support court, how much you're making, how much she makes... And how much time are you going to have this child? Exactly. Plain and simple. That's exactly. all they give a fuck you about. You could be one of the greatest fathers in the world off paper. But on paper, you know, all they give a fuck about is how much time you're spending with that kid. And how many overnights they're staying with you. Exactly. Yeah. And how much you making. So, Damon, one of the episodes that we talk about, because, I mean, I know you, you are inside, you and your child's life. Yeah. All children in life or whatever. And you, yeah, pay, yeah. you pay child support. Every every fucking month. So my question was, because I know you, y'all split like three and a half days, three and a half days. I had my kids Sunday through Sunday afternoon 
and they all, they go home to their mothers Wednesday morning. My, when I drop them off to school, that's like the yeah. end of when they're with me on my overnights. Now, my oldest son, he goes to high school right around the corner. His mother lives on the east side. It's just more convenient for him to stay with me right. throughout the course of the week, just, just logistically. Yeah. So my question is this. This speaking logically, all no male, female, gender bias, anything out of there. If me and you are sharing a child and we both have the child three and a half days out the week, why is anybody paying anybody child support? Because, because like, I'm a, you you about to give me the actual answer, but I'm right. just putting this out here. Like, if we both have the child the same amount of time, I shouldn't be giving you money. You shouldn't be giving me money because we are splitting this shit. Like, who is to help me? You paying child support, but who help you? Nobody. You know what I'm saying? Like, why why does one part one person get help and the other person? Nobody. But every now and again, like, I come up. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, man, I know my ex-wife don't listen to this shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, she got a check sent to the house. You know, I cashed I cash the bitch. I mean, I we alternate back and forth on who claims the kids on, like, taxes and shit. So, I mean, she's fit. I mean, she's fair. something that y'all, y'all said on like beforehand, like y'all go back and forth, or like was that something you was just on some sneak shit? No, no, no. The courts, the courts are never involved in that. I, I will give my ex-wife one hundred percent credit. She's the the mothers yeah, I, of my the I mothers of my podcast, kids. You give are, her much respect yeah, all the time. The mothers I mean? of my kids are very fair women, right? You know, because I haven't been the best to them. They could shit on me all day long, <laughs> and in some regards, they would be they be well within their rights, right? But Thank God that they are, you know, halfway decent people and, you know, take some take me into consideration in some regards. Yo, I'm about to uh, say something that's going to be real. You don't even have to, to preference me. it. Go ahead. Um, are any of your baby moms from the East? No, they always I will side. never, ever fuck with another East Side chick, bro. Period. You hear that shit? Period. Period. Uh, <laughs> hey, listen, listen, listen. East Side don't got windows. My baby, my baby mom's from the East Side, but my wife is from Joy Road. Well, you know, you know, X and nine made a difference. You know what I'm saying? It had to because my 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 wife is has been one of the most stand up. You know what I'm saying? Women that I've ever had. She had my back from day one. Even when my baby moms tried to take full custody on some sneak shit behind my back, my wife was there to help me out with the whole situation. I. Shout out to her. Great you know, shout out to you know my wife. If y'all see my Instagram page, I need to get my intro. I'm late. I ain't. Yeah, my matter of fact, you said you got an intro. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Right. Go ahead. Get your you. intro, it's never man. too late, Weezy. It's yeah, never too right. late. This is Dwayne, aka Weezy, uh, the light, the original light skin, angry face. Uh, you know the <laughs> the nice Antonio Cromartie of the party. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The Steph, uh, the Sean Kemp. You know. Uh, damn, I'm I'm over here slipping because I'm actually on camera right now. You know what I'm saying? The Sean nervous. Kemp of the crew because I probably got more kids than you. You know what I'm saying? The Aegon Targaryen of Westland. <laughs> I would never bend the knee because I ain't fucking my auntie. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I would never bend the knee. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm out here, you know? Hey, you know what? That don't bend the knee shit, that's so good. That's some, that's some good intro shit. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I'd have thought about that. Hey. Next week. Yeah. It's always next week, yo. <laughs> that's some dope shit. But shout, you know, out, shout out to niggas who come on and actually come with intros, man. I it like it means something. Yeah, yeah, I thought is. about it for a long time, and I just fumbled like a motherfucker. Yeah, it's cool. I'm nervous. Cool. I'm yeah, nervous. I'm <laughs> but you know what? I my kids' mother they they they're decent. Like they they treat me decent, right. and they are you know for the most part respectful of my life and the shit that I got going on. Now sometimes I think that shit ain't fair. 
Like just plain and simple. Like why should you take half of your money or whatever? However, I'm half. I, just I pay. I pay literally a third of my income goes to child support, and then mm. a third of your income goes to, go, to Uncle Sam. So you work for a third of a third of what you make all together. Four I, months out of the year, you work for you, and the rest of the year, you work for the government and for the children. I look at it like this. Well, granted, I think I pay an absorbent amount in child support given the amount of time that I have my children. I understand how expensive it is to feed them, to clothe them, put shoes on their back, to get them back and forth to where they need to need to be. And my contribution is a very small portion of what it takes to take care of their lives. Well, who helps you? Nobody. Nobody gives a fuck about dad. What I'm I saying see. is if y'all split custody and y'all both got three, I'm not trying to. The drive. Shout out to your ex-wife because she is a friend. So yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not. This is not where I'm going. This is a hypothetical. Okay. But, but the I, reason why she she gets child support, it, it ends up being like she gets almost like a hundred more days a year just due to the split. I have three days. She has four days. Which because they count the nights. Yeah. yeah. So even though you got technically y'all both got three and a half days, she technically has the the four, more nights. More nights. Like, like, come on, fam. Like, that's some technicality shit, and you get a third of my check. Like, how about I'm just going to keep them <laughs> for a couple more hours and shit? Hey. And then, like, I mean, if I did, like, two more weekend, like, two extra days a month, it would probably even that, it would, shit, damn near even that shit out. Like, I just, it just, it's just weird to me that if people have joint custody and they have the child the equal amount of time, why would anybody have to pay anybody anything? See, this is the thing. And I get kind of irritated. I've the reason why Jay actually actually asked me to come here because I have a more current situation that's going on. You put um, it on Facebook, you might as well. Uh, let me <laughs> let me go ahead and read this real quick. Um, Tell me how had, you really feel. I had to take it down just off the strength of you know. I screenshot it. Yeah, I know. I, I, probably a lot of people screenshot it. You know what I'm saying? Because um, it was just it was just way too. Mm, it was too heartfelt, you know what I'm saying? Okay. I didn't really get the gist of it until I seen my check. You feel me? <clears throat> so I had to, you know, give it to him like this. I've held my tongue my tongue long enough, and even though my wife might tell me to take this down when she sees this, I have to say something. As long as I've been a father, I've tried to do <clears throat> the most to support and take care of my children so they would not have to have a need at all, and I can take care of it. That being said, there has been little to no time where I have not been employed. Like, seriously, dead ass, none. Oh, yeah, I've been, I, I didn't work every day since I was 14. Hey, you know, only time I've actually been unemployed was when I moved down here from Michigan State. You know what I'm saying? Me and my wife was about to have my daughter, but I digress. You know, I might, I might not have <clears throat> been making a lot of money, but I did what I had to do to make ends meet. Now that I have a nice paying job, that I work daily, I'm being penalized and asked to pay more child support for my son, who's soon to be 14 years old. I was laid off and was blessed enough to be picked up at a facility that works and offers me overtime. So now that I've made more money last year than I've ever made ever at for at my establishment, right. uh, never mind the fact, I'm sorry, my son's mom is asking for more money. Never mind the fact that I buy his shoes, his clothes, his video games, and whatever she can't supply for school, I even offer to help. My child support has now jumped from two fifty to eight fifty a month. God damn it. 
I'm the in the ten plus years that I've moved back from to Detroit, well, technically Westland, from East Lansing, I've been without a job for a cumulative amount of about three three months. Meanwhile, she hasn't had a job in the ten years. The fact that I've worked and tried to make a better way for my wife and kids, and she just gets to sit back and collect a check irritates not only myself, but my friends and my family. I'm not the man that isn't in his son's life or doesn't do anything for him at all. I'm active. In closing, one of my good friends, no names, <clears throat> said it best. Women who don't work equals assistance slash support. Men who don't work equals jail. Get down, girl. Go ahead. Get down. Kanye voice. I mean, eight fifty, my nigga. You quadruple my payment, fam. Eight fifty. Let me let me ask you, Weezy, just just on some on some real shit. How often do you have your son? I get my son every other weekend. Okay. Um, originally, starting off, I had my son every day, all day when he was from a newborn because um, I was going to go back to Michigan State, and his mom was like, "Yo, I need you back down here in the city." Um, for help. I said, all right, cool, no problem. This is before he was even born. As soon as he was born, phew, I'm, I got readmitted back to Michigan State. This is her talking. I need you up there with me. All right, fine, cool. I moved up there, quit both my jobs. I've been working two jobs for the longest. I've always been a hustler. Never stop working, period. You can ask Jay. You know what I'm saying? I'm always out for that paper because I always provide, you know? Yeah. So uh, moved, up, moved up to Michigan State, stay at home, dad. You know what I'm saying? Do whatever I could. You know, when my you know, when she came home from school, whatever, I just, you know, still provided, did what I needed to do. Moved back down here and shit, same thing. You know, I moved back home specifically to be with my wife. She was my girlfriend at the time, and uh, you know, we was about to have another kid. She was going to law school and I was still doing what I had to do, you know. I it, it's never been a time where my my kids have not been my main priority. Uh and I'm still being bent over, you know what I'm saying, for the fact that I make more money now. You feel me? Like, originally you were supposed to, uh, you know, I was making some decent money. You know what I'm saying? I was being a telemarketer, and that's why they even gave me the 250 But then at the point where I started working at where I am now, she like, yo, I see you. I feel like this is what she's saying. I see you making more money. You taking your kids here and there out of town. And you showed up with some yays. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't, you know, you got yays. You got a motorcycle. You know, you and your wife got matching vehicles. Now you driving, you know, you flying drones and shit. Like, she's saying like, damn. You know, she didn't got a divorce. Like, she like, yo, I'm about to get this nigga. But she has never been the type of person to actually deal, like, do on her own. And so I know somebody probably popping some shit off in her ear like, yo, you need to get this nigga. You know what I'm saying? She's always been a follower. Terrible friends. Exactly. Terrible family. You know what I'm saying? So, and I'm just speaking truth. Like, I got a court case coming up. She probably going to hear this shit. She probably, somebody probably screenshot. Oh, the yeah. So, shit, so, you probably, you got some shit going on in the court. You probably should. No, I mean, it's cool. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, you know, if the president can sit up here and say whatever the fuck he wants to say on Twitter, Facebook, whatever the fuck he wants to say, why, how, is, how am I going to be held against my will for saying something that's white. Privilege. We just want to be. We just want to be that's sure true. that we don't. That's we don't. White we don't privilege. bash her. That's true. I'm not bashing sure her bash at all. Because true, you know, it's a lot of shit that I probably could say. Yeah, we're just so. I'm, in, so I'm not gonna say that. Like even like friends and family know what I've been going through for the past, you know, few years with the situation. So, I'm. I can say I'm blessed and I'm grateful 
and I keep saying this over to my wife, like she held, holds me down. You know what I mean? And I don't want what I'm going through to affect my kids now and my wife. And I told I told the referee that I'm like, yo, I got stuff, you know, with my wife and kids. I got other bills, and she like, well, that's something that you got, you know, talk to with your spouse. Like, come on, man, really? Yeah. Cause all they care about I mean, is you that gotta, you got a you got a you have a you got three other children. Exactly, uh, I got Sean, three other kids. Sean Kemp, yo, and and the funny thing is, <laughs> when I put this post on Instagram or oh, on uh, Facebook, and I'm like, yo, I got uh, you know two two kids under five, and a specific female that I've known from high school was like, she knows my baby moms, and she's like, you know, she stays at home, and maybe that's the best thing for her to do since she got, yo, she got like four kids, you know. Outside of y'all. You know, with her ex-husband. And she's like, you know, maybe that's the best thing for her to do, um, you know, stay at home with her kids. I'm like, yo, so you basically you telling me, you know, my wife should stay at home too. And she like, shit, I'm not telling you what to do, but probably that's the best thing. Now, me, her saying that, and, and, and that shit shocked me. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't want no bum ass, no bum ass wife. You know, true indeed, I, I would want my, my wife to stay at home and, you know, be, you know, be with the kids and, you know, send them off to school and stuff like that. But the funny thing is, like, <clears throat> and I was thinking about this shit on the way over here. Women talk a lot of shit about men who, you know, stay at home, live or, or live with their moms and stuff like that and, and go to the club and do this, and, and, and pop bottles and shit like that. But on the reverse side, like, it's women who do that shit. You know, yeah. it's women that sit at home oh, they're, they're the be mothers and just go like out to the fucking fathers. club. You know what I'm saying? Like, And that shit pisses me off. You know what I'm saying? Like y'all talk about how um it's a uh what's what's an exception to the rule or, or uh I can't even think of the, uh, the word I'm trying to say right now cuz I'm so fucking flustered and irritated with this whole situation. Um but it's man listen. <laughs> I I say it like this. Men dom- the, the so feminist feminism and everything like that will paint a picture where women don't have any power and men have controlled everything for, for everything. I have no idea. If that's the case, that's the case. I have no idea why they gave... The equalizer is friend of the court and divorce court because that shit is all woman. All day. It's not in your favor, no matter what. So I guess that was the, all right, well, we, we control everything else. We'll, <laughs> we'll make, we'll, we'll give you your, this is where you, what's this, this is where you get even at and shit. You know what I'm saying? I just don't understand how the friend of the, that friend of the court shit work. Um, I really do think that you got to live somewhere and I shouldn't have to pay for you to live there. I should pay for any addition that my child would, would need. And I don't know if, if me and you split the custody, First off, if I had a child and me and the mom didn't work out, I want the child. Period. Because we've seen how how society happens when there's a bunch of uh, single mothers raising, raising children. We've seen what happened. <laughs> well, last time. It's a huge. Full may, custody is a huge responsibility. Well, maybe bro. the court should force all the men to be the primary caregiver. We've seen what happened with the women. We should The court should make the father do the shit. And then if the father don't take your child, then put the father in jail then. You know what I'm saying? Not if you don't got no money, go to jail. Well, no, fuck it. You take full custody of the kid then. And I'm perfectly fine with that. But okay. that's just me. You know what I'm saying? 
I, I just can't understand why how somebody wouldn't want to be in their child's life. I just don't understand the shit. No, nah, now that part, you know, I, I definitely have a hard time. And there's dead niggas around. out there who do need to, you know what I'm saying? But like, <laughs> it got. I don't know. I don't know what the fix is for that. There's no easy answer and there's no easy fix to it. When you have two people that share intimacy and create a life from it, if they are not together, there's always going to be some type of strife. The mother believes that what she does is the right way, and there's a certain way the child should be raised. I, as a father, believe there are certain things that I should do, and there are certain ways that my kids should be raised. It's about finding that happy medium. We're not always going to get along, but I look at it as like our child is the business. We are the co-CEOs of this business, and we got to mm-hmm. find the best way to make it make it grow and make this child to be someone who's developed, you know, who's loved, who's reared correctly. And we gotta we gotta find a happy medium. Do I always get along with her? Fuck no. There's some there are some days I want to punch her in the motherfucking face, throw that bitch in the trunk, and drive that bitch down to the Belle Isle Bridge and jump the fuck out. There are some days I hate her. I hate her. But I understand and respect who she is in my life. We don't never have to get along, but this life is here. This will connect us, not for 18 years, but for the rest of our lives. We'll always be tied to one another. I just want to get these kids to be happy, healthy, decent human beings. And when they turn 18, our dealings with each other can be very sparse. We can see each other at graduations, weddings, deaths, possibly. (laughs) And, you know, all I got to do is just outlive one of y'all. That's it. I got insurance policies. I just need for one I just need to live past one and I'll be straight. Yeah, well, my son. I'll recollect 18, this. It's CTC. Cut the motherfucking check. Cause if this shit continues and see the thing is the You the, should get full custody. You know, I, listen, the whole thing with the whole full custody situation is this. My son has the chance to go to Renaissance. If he ends up getting into Renaissance, I'm gonna let him go ahead and stay with his mom. Other than that, he, I'm not letting him go to Cass, flat out. Like, Cass is not the Cass that we that it was when we were younger. You know what I'm saying? I went to Cass my freshman year. Think, I know y'all went to Cass. You think Renaissance is the Renaissance from back in the day? It's yeah. an amazing school. It is. My it son is. still no goes doubt. there. It's an amazing school. You know Cass, what I'm saying? Cass not an amazing school no more? Curriculum-wise, I don't think so. And especially as far as, like, the culture, <laughs> I've heard that it's changed a lot. It's not like when me and you was there when we was I mean, chasing kid, girls. Kids it's is, like the culture of kids is to coach your kid. Yeah. I mean, man, you got some wild theories. Yes. I had no kids, man. <laughs> so you think, oh, so kids in one high school act totally different from all the other high school kids? In, in the, like, nigga, the kids these days are different. Yeah, you know they are. Like, so. It's not like when we grew up. Not at it's, all. I understand that. Not at all. But I think that's across the board. I don't think that's one school specific. Uh. That's just me. Okay. Fair enough. I mean, I got to respect your opinion, even though I feel like it might be wrong. <laughs> I got to respect it. Jay's wrong a lot when it comes to kids. You know what I'm saying? And you got kids that go to Cass? No. I, I you got know, kids that go to Cass? I know of somebody. Do I got kids that go to Cass? I know somebody we personally so all know. all three of us got the same Listen, about experience I, It's this somebody shit, right? we personally know whose stepdaughter went to Cass. My, ex- my son got accepted into Cass, and we went down there. We viewed the school together. It's definitely different than the cast I graduated from I mean, almost 20 been, years ago. I haven't been in this new building. What I'm saying is I'm pretty sure that the Renaissance is different than the Renaissance. Yo, in the new building, security guards getting slammed, so it don't even matter. <laughs> when I was in school, security guards got beat up too. Shit. What happened to my mans? I don't know. Didn't he go to jail like shit? The young boy that slammed him? Yeah. 
He went to jail, ended up going to like a JUCO to play some ball. I thought he got in trouble again. He got in trouble before he went down, before he graduated. He ended up in JUCO. But I think he signed signed to play college ball next year. I don't want to throw out and say the wrong, say the Mm -hmm. wrong. They need to go to East Mississippi. Them boys he putting out. Have you ever seen that? uh, Last Chance You. Yeah, that's that joint. So what y'all think about the, uh, the, the child support card? I think it's a dope idea, um, specifically because I know where the money is going. It's not going to you to go have a nice little time with you and your little man or girlfriend, depending upon what your, you know, speciality well, is. But we don't know that. It'll end up being like the bridge card. They'll sell it to somebody else <laughs> and take that cash yeah. for something else. But what, yeah. I'm not opposed. But if 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 it's a go- it's a government thing, right? So that's right. not like some shit. So all your shit can be audited. I got a tra- I got a transaction history. Yeah. True. I'm not I'll say this, and it may it may be a little unpopular. I can't say that I'm a huge fan of the child support card. I get it. It's tough as fuck raising these kids. Do I condone my kid's mother taking fifty dollars out of child support to fucking take herself out of, out to dinner? No, that shit don't make me feel warm and fuzzy on the inside. But li- literally at the end of the day, what the fuck is fifty dollars? So let me ask you this, if you're in my predicament. You got you a little. You got you a wife. Oftentimes, you got, it's more than fifty dollars. I mean, yeah, but I'm just, I'm just saying, like the shit is, the shit is difficult. The shit is difficult. I'm not going to try and sugarcoat it. It's like difficult. it's not. It's more difficult if you're not spending the money on the child, though. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's why you keep asking for more. Like, if you're not spending the money, oh no, 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 no. you can ask for money, but I'm not giving you shit. What I'm saying, I don't, you, I don't give shit outside of child support. I think everything need oversight, and if you don't, if once the money go to you, you no one knows what you did with it. Like there's no oversight. So outside of child support, you don't buy your your kids. Oh no no like, shoes I, and clothes. I no no I buy shoes and clothes, but like exchanging money between to her, hands yeah, to yeah. to mom, nah, absolutely not. Fuck that nah. I'll never if do that. if you want another dollar, drag me down to court. Yeah she, <laughs> yeah she had put up a text message, no a Twitter, a, a, a tweet that I did ten years ago when I was a server. I was making two seventy five an hour plus tips. You know what I'm saying? And and I was paying child. I was in the rear just be. You know what I'm saying? She like, uh, he tweeted this ten years ago. Bush, no bullshit. In the in the fucking court. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, and it has some some greasy shit. Like, I can't stand these mothers that sit up here and ask for more money when I'm paying child support. This, that, and the third. Like, come on, I'm not even the same person that I was ten years What's ago. What's wrong with that yeah. statement, though? <laughs> you know, and I'm sure the judge disregarded it to to some regard. Nah, man, that judge was. It wasn't even a judge. I mean, I guess the magistrate, it was, but it was a referee, referee. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But like, she was just like straight bulldogging me, like you know what I'm saying. She was like, "You don't have any of this stuff." I'm like, "Ma'am, I sent in all the documentation that I needed." You know what I'm saying? And she just went off what I made last year. She didn't even go off. You're supposed to go off what you've cumulatively made over the last three years. You know what I'm saying? And divide that shit. But she didn't do that. She just went off straight what I made last year, and that's. I got a new position. I got a raise. I did all that shit. So that she going off. Oh, you making this much money? That's unfortunate because, like, if you basing some shit off overtime, overtime ain't guaranteed. It's not at all. You can't, especially your, in the automotive industry. Your salary, you can't. You can't even. I don't don't get new bills based off money you think you're gonna make on overtime because that shit like that's not guaranteed. It gets dry up at any moment. Yo, that's overtime plus profit sharing. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if Ford gonna uh, make this. Fuck it. I work for Ford. Goddamn it. I don't know what they're gonna make this year. I don't know what they was going to make last year. That shit is based upon how many cars y'all going to buy, so forth and so on. So, therefore, I can't sit up here and be like, yo, I'm about to get a $10,000 check for profit sharing. You know what I'm saying? And and the fact that we get 
our shit so publicized on television makes it even worse. You know what I'm saying? So she can be like, oh, he about to get this much money. But they don't understand that. First off, it goes off how many hours you've worked a month. I mean, the whole year. Over the year. Then it goes off of uh, the taxes. Then the union gets their cut. So by the time everybody get their cut, I don't get the $7,500 that you think I'm finna get. You know what I'm saying? So everybody like GM getting 11.5 and all that other shit. You don't get that. You don't see yeah, that shit. I was looking yeah, at I'm, GM I'm, niggas out the side of my eyes for two weeks. Nigga, you, you don't get that 11.5. But that's just that like shit. saying you make $65,000 a year. Yeah, that's what I make on paper before taxes, before insurance, hey, you know, before. St- start a business. Get a tax write-off. Keep that check. Do your taxes yourself. Well, not yourself, but keep your money. I mean- I just I just speak from my opinion. Yeah, do I pay more than I'd like to? Fuck yeah. Do I think all that shit is fair? Fuck no. No. But at the end of the day, I want what's best for my children. I, I sincerely do. And if their mothers are in a fucked up position, it's only going to make life more fucked up for me. So I just want my babies to be cool. Do I think... Yeah, I may not reap the financial benefits of it now. I, I got to tighten up the bootstraps on certain shit. We can't do certain things that maybe you and your mama listen, can do because it's, because it's tough. But when I look at it, my repayment is my children. They're happy. They're healthy. They love dad. And and I'll take it. I don't know. I, I viewed it differently, man, because maybe my child would be happier. Or I, I, my child have a better life if I could provide more for them. And I would provide more from him if I wasn't giving this money to your mama. Mm, and mm. I don't know if your mama is actually spending it on you. So Bats. maybe I would actually, maybe my, this child life would be better if I kept some of that now, if and I allowed she, me to do it. Now, if I thought she was taking my child support money and buying bundles and shit, I would tackle that not, bitch to the ground you know what I'm saying? Not and yours cut her fucking hair out her head. Not yours specifically, but we know that this type of shit happens. Oh, yeah, it does. All the time. All the time. Now, but see, I mean, and, but, and, how, and, and what kind of life does your child have if not, if you financially strapped a father where he can't even provide anymore? Now the mother's in, a, in a, even a more fucked up situation. But I mean, a lot of times, though, you, we're seeing the courts are starting to change and become a little bit softer towards fathers. If you feel that you're being done wrong, we just got to follow the proper steps and the protocol to make sure that, you know, shit is being done right. If you got to, instead of buying, you know, a new Air Max, you may have to throw that money to the side for a decent lawyer to represent you in the courtroom so that it, so that they don't bend you over. Yeah, and all the money I saved in child support, I just gave to my fucking lawyer. <laughs> Facts. But, you know what I'm saying? But, I mean, that's a, that's a double-edged sword. That's just a, Hey, man, it's, me sometimes it's the cost of doing business. Yeah. When you lay down with somebody... I'll, I say it's all the time. A child will really show you what your relationship is. And most of the time, it's going to fuck it up. When you lay down with somebody and you have a child with them, you're really going to see what the fuck you're going to get. This is probably the worst conversation I had to have with my son. Like, I I pay for my son to go to Travel League Baseball. Like, he... I play softball. Jay been on one of my softball teams with me and shit like that. Like, I love been playing on one softball. Of my softball teams. Same. Yeah, yeah, whatever, whatever. <laughs> Semantics. Anyway. <laughs> Um, that's what this nigga live by. <laughs> I, I just, want, I just want to get the facts right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so he always come to me like, yo, dad, yo, I want to play baseball like you did when you was young. I want to play baseball because you're playing softball. So, right. of course, last year he played baseball, you know, pal. Pal league nowadays is not as competitive as it was when we was younger. Fuck you know no. what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I was there when Prince Field was playing with my cousin. Shout you know out to the stadium at his debut today. Yeah. No, you know. It took over the old Tiger Stadium. Yeah. That's all. It's dope. dope. That's dope. That's dope as hell. You know, he, I hope he gets to play in that one too. But, uh, you know, so he was like, yo, I got this cousin through marriage, whatever. 
He like a brother. He like, yo, I need Jalen to play for um, you know, for my team. It's a travel league team. The travel league team costs eight fifty just to be on the fucking team and to be in the league. League do, the team dues is another five hundred. So I'm paying both of them. Then he tells me, yo, he needs a new bat. The bat costs two hundred. All right, I dropped the two hundred. So I'm damn near fifteen hundred dollars in already. She ain't paying that. You know what I'm saying? So after all that shit happens, I have to talk, have a real conversation with my son. Like, yo, all the shit that I've been doing before, I can't do this shit no more. All the J's, the Vans, the Air Max, all the shit that I've been doing, I cannot do that. And he like, I understand that. Like, he's, I talk to my son like I could talk to anybody. You know what I'm saying? We have a conversation about girls and stuff like that. But I can feel that our relationship is going to, like change a little bit because I can't do what I could usually do for him. And that's that's the shit that pisses me off because I'm used to providing for him. I used to buy him shoes and clothes and doing whatever the fuck I want for him. All the Xbox games and uh, you know, the Xbox Live and shit like that, the headphones, everything that I could do for him, I'm used to doing it. But now, if you get an 850, I can't do that. Because that's taken away from your brothers and sisters and I gotta do more for them. You know what I'm saying? And that shit pisses me off the most because you're taking money. You're being selfish enough to take money out of my family's home. You know what I'm saying? And I wouldn't even made that fucking Facebook post if I knew it wasn't going to affect my household, my kids, and what I have doing with my daughters. You know what I'm saying? I got two daughters and a son outside of what I'm doing with my older son. And, you know, it, it, my girls are in dance, basketball. I'm a, a JV and varsity basketball coach, too. That's why I sound a little hoarse, but... You know, it, it it just pisses me off for the shit that I had to do for my kids that I can't do anymore. Mm. Yeah, but I mean, Weezy, there's also an offset of that shit. Like, that every other weekend is what's killing you. That's what's killing you. You got to yeah. get... I, and I'm not and I'm not shitting on you. Time. I'm not shitting on you as a father. I don't I don't know that aspect. You seem very passionate about this young man, so I know that you care about him. Yeah, but that's definitely. that is... The deciding factor in that shit, fam. I mean, that was a, that was a decision that uh, they originally made. Um, I really do want to try and get more time with my son because I know me growing up, that's what you know young men need time with their fathers. At fourteen, he becoming a man. Exactly, he need to be around. He need to be with the, me. He need to be around structure in a in a, in a in a family system that you got with you and your wife and the children. So you need to fight for some more time because that's what he needs to see. He needs to see a man inside of the home taking care of the family. And when you get them days, them dollars going to go down, <laughs> fam. That's all. That's the secret. Yeah. That's the secret to the sauce. You got to get them days, Weezy. Yeah, them days. Them, them dollars going to go down anyway because it's going to be cumulative of the last three three years. But, you know. Still, more time. Hey, I know. I know. I, I try to call him every day. As a matter of fact, he just called me because he's about to you know, board a plane to Thailand in a minute. Disney. Yeah, no, no, for real. Like he got to go see his aunt. You know, his his mom's sister stay over there in Thailand. So I, you know, yeah, he an international traveler, bro. He this he didn't been bundles Thailand. back from Thailand, oh, Thailand and shit. Man, he'd have been. To, I, I ain't even been to Cali. He'd been to Cali. He about to go to Thailand. You know what I'm saying? I I want him to experience more things. Like, and I think that's for every. You always want better for your kids. For, most definitely, most definitely. You know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, I hear y'all about the whole situation about. You know, give my kids more, and I, I mean, my son more, rather. And that's what I'm going I'm to try and do that, you know, and show the, show the judge that, you know, yeah. I'm not just some weekend, other other weekend type nigga, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, that's, 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 all, that's all they care about. 
how much you making, how much time you got. Man. And I mean, I, I get it. It's a sacrifice. Yeah, it's, that shit definitely. is tough, especially when you got, you know, your other kids at home. Your, you got other life going on. You working. Clearly, you working full time. You living, you coaching. Like, you got all that shit going on. Hey, yo, shout out to my lady shirts, bro. You know what I'm saying? They did their whole thing this this uh this year. They uh one and twelve this year. No, so no, that's the J V. That was J that was fifth and sixth grade. But my uh the seventh and eighth grade girls, man, they won a division. Nobody have ever done that at that school. You know what I'm saying? We played uh we was the Western Conference, we played the Eastern Conference, we lost by like, you know, twelve, but you know, it is what it is. Them girls gonna be a beast next year. I gotta holler at you then, because my oldest girl is hella athletic. I need to get her Yo. I need to get her balling. It's a coach. This is Stan Van Gundy. You may not want him as a coach. <laughs> Yo, you know I'm, I'm not Stan because I actually win. All right, man. I got a whose man's is this. <sighs> okay. Uh, and my whose man's is this is not actually a man. <laughs> it's Roseanne. Let her have it because I saw this shit. Um, I don't like Roseanne. Um... I used to watch the show vaguely. I mean, I watched it. It was on television. I don't like Roseanne. I don't think she's funny. And this new Roseanne show that's starting this week, she's going to be a Trump supporter on that show. And she's a Trump supporter in real life because that's what she voted for. And they kinda, they made a little bit of fun of it on um, on Jimmy Kimmel the other night. And um, I just want to say a huge fuck you to Roseanne. Who's man's this? I'm not watching your fucking show. Take that shit. It's 20 years too late. I don't support Trump. At all, and if I and I literally think if you support Trump, you're either incredibly dumb or you're a racist, and or both, and you are and or both. Who man is this? Who woman is this? Who it is this? Get this bitch the fuck out of here. I don't fuck with you. I just use some real common sense and logic when it comes to people that support Trump. If you can look me dead in the face and say after the year he's had as president, if you feel that he has done a good job, you're an idiot. Plain and simple. This nigga trying to fight Biden. Joe Biden whooped that ass. Uncle Joe will wax that nigga. Not my uncle. But that nigga, like, like who the, like, why you fix your fucking mouth to support this You know nigga? how we talked about, like, police officers never having physical confrontations? You can't tell me Trump never took a solid punch to the face. I just I don't know. believe it. He probably took a lot more to the face than the punch. Nah. What else, though? I don't know, man. I don't fuck with Roseanne. Who man is this? Who woman is this? Fuck out of here. I do have a music pick for the week. Uh, first of all, if you know me and you really fuck with me, you know I love bullshit. I love <laughs> World Star hip hop. That is like, I get up every day and check World Star because I need to see. What fight. Is, it? is this 2001? Or, I mean, nah, man. I still, I still love World Star. Man, World Star be so weak now, dog. Nah. I go in there right once a week, maybe. I be every forgetting. day. That shit trash. Every day. And I found a new song on Worldstar that I fucking love. It's by my man Buck Bundles. Telly Trap. You what said that, that shit like, like, like I know who this nigga is. is that, bro? Buck Bundles. <laughs> like, I mean, no, I don't mean no disrespect to Buck Bundles because he could be nice, but you said that shit like, nigga, we should know who he is. Like, nah, nah, because I didn't know who the fuck this motherfucker was until I seen this shit on Worldstar. Buck Bundles, Buck, Telly Trap. Buck. I done turned Telly to a trap house. That's my music pick of the week. Hold on, dog. Let me. We need a new music pick, bro. Hold on, fam. Hey, Uh, if we got to go with the new, with with the the beat, wasn't it it Buck Bundles? Telly Trap. 
Hold on, dog. We about to do this shit right <laughs> now, dog. About to see what this shit sounds like. Yes. He's saying these. I like the shit. That's my. It's my music pick. I just want to. I want to listen. You know what I'm saying? Video kind of. It's a long intro. Clearly. <laughs> <laughs> It's my music big. <laughs> what I rap about. I done turned the telly to a trap house. Yo, he been listening to this shit like nonstop. Nice. All week. All week long. <laughs> you should have put that P run. <laughs> put on that Boblo boat, man. I was with you with that Boblo oh, boat, man. They just dropped a video to Boblo boat, too. I need to get up you, on that boat. I know why you like this song. You like this video. There's some naked bitches in this video. The song is cool too. <laughs> this nigga looking at the naked bitch. That's all he looking at. That's why he was happy about his this ass shit. everywhere in the video. Why does Buck Bundles have his wife beater tucked in his jeans? Because oh, wow. I don't, I don't know. Oh, so wow. don't he get, got me from down. See, so don't get cracked on the floor. I'm I don't sorry. know. He got his wife. He got his wife beater tucked in his in his in his underwear, and his <laughs> and his jeans are sagging. So it's like sagging jeans, his boxers, and then the the the, the wife beater tucked in the boxers. <sighs> Man. Hey man, I just think we gotta inspect these music picks of the week. <laughs> Listen, uh, man. That's what we doing now. Oh, that's what man. we doing now. After the last couple of weeks we've been hey. talking about music day. I'm starting to question your musical uh prowess, fam. You didn't fell the fuck off, Dan. That's my music pick of the week, and nah. I'm standing firm on it. All right. And that Bobolo video Bobolo Boat video dropped too. <laughs> you could have picked uh Walk It Like I Talk It, because that should be banging lately. You got you gotta listen to the whole song. Nah. I'm, I'm straight. Shout out to uh Bug bundles. I don't music pick that shit sound mad disrespectful, and I, and I swear to God, I don't mean it that, that way. Sound dog. like butt bundles. <laughs> that was not shop talk. Nigga be up here and shit. Like what them niggas? Say? I don't want no smoke. Oh, fam. Hey. Get a bit of dick shit. Yeah, say your shit. <laughs> Damn, going wild. Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat. Holla at your man's. Weezy. Yo. I was just checking my shit because I damn near I forgot it. Dwayne underscore M thirty three on uh, Instagram. Dwayne Moore on Facebook. Got to go with the government. Not really on Twitter, but it's the same. Dwayne M thirty three. Fuck uh, whatever that shit is. Hey man, I will. I want y'all to know something, man. This nigga Weezy is the worst texter. Oh yeah, Mister. I can't text. I forgot about that. This nigga is Yo. the worst. <laughs> Texter in the history of you text. got an iPhone, man. Just just listen. Hit, just hit the is, mic. This is and it's talk not to even it. me, bro. Like no. if you don't autocorrect, like no. every time you don't autocorrect, dang. it ain't even. You no, understand. dang. Listen, listen. Like, it, it's, this is not even funny. Like, like the nigga name on Instagram was I can't. I can't text it for, used to for, be for, I for can't. Like, like this shit is. He a, gave me that name. It bro. is like a, <laughs> it is horrible. I'm about bro. to change that shit back. Bro. It is horrible. Like. And agree in a green and giant group thread, no matter if it's a group, even when he talk text, that shit be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and he always got to see, oh, I'm driving, or oh, I'm this, up. This Yo, that's, that's he facts. Wore, I have never, ever seen a nigga I text can't. worse than this that's nigga. Facts. Dog. Facts. <laughs> Shout out to your English teacher, was grading them papers, though. Yo. <laughs> I'm the like, other day, I'm like you on the iPhone, nigga. All this shit got to be red. This the the, the squiggly lines got to be it's underneath there. everything. <laughs> like I, don't, I ain't got time to I ain't got time to double check no fucking text. Like nigga, just, I ain't got time to double nigga, check. Nigga, just send shit. voice notes. You know what I'm saying? No, like, they be get, I be getting damn. so bad. They be talking so much shit about me, man. When the nigga say bad. something in thread, be like, they be like, like, we don't know what the fuck they got. They got like piece shit together. 
And like, they need a Weezy the, translator for the thread. Flat like, out. Like, what, what is Weezy What was he to trying say? to say? Like, Should've, I think I know what he's trying to say. He didn't turn the telly to a trap house. <laughs> yeah, man. And on that note, I'm Jay Johnson, <laughs> 313 on Instagram and Twitter. Follow Shop Talk Podcast. Follow, follow Shop Talk Podcast Studios. And go to shoptalkpod.com. I'm not saying we the Rockefeller podcast, but 